So that's what we do. We haunt someone, change them into a better person, and then we sing about it. You wait for the day, you prep for a year, and when the big day is finally here, you take a jerk and work to turn them around. Why are they singing? Oh, because this is a musical. What is? All of this. The afterlife. Yay! <laughs> I had a feeling. Aw, oh, come on, really? We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Nightmare on Elm Street, the, the musical. <laughs> the musical. <laughs> Little Fred and Tiny Mick. My husband was on Seacrest. Squirt in your mouth. They're just like, hey, you want some jam? Boop, boop, boop. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. Not going to sing it for me? No, I like I said, I feel so bad because I was so going to just start into song and I couldn't get my computer to, to help me out today. So I apologize. That's okay. Already for, for disappointing you. That's okay. That's, yeah. Wow. I don't think you have ever apologized to me on this podcast ever. I'm so glad. Yeah, well, I, I, I have am. I'm, a little sad. I'm sorry for myself, right? I, I'm. A, I'm just downtrodden that my my idea of putting a greater good mi- musical together um, did not come to fruition. Well, for what so. it's worth, you have. Uh, I don't. You know, this won't air for another four days, so you still got <laughs> some time. I can always insert it here, and then none of this will make any sense. Yeah. That is very true, but then I then we won't have the reaction shots. So reaction shots to uh, what? <laughs> of like what oh, the, the hell was that? Oh, I right? see what you, you mean. Know? Like us going, oh my gosh, Sam, that was great. We could just fake it, right? Like, oh my gosh, Sam, that was amazing. What the that was yeah. uh, incredible. Yeah. yeah I don't good think job, that, Sam. Good. But, That's yeah. so good. Right. Like you were the best. This is the first time I've heard such musical genius. Yeah. I can't believe you put so much effort into this little song for this podcast. That's amazing. Good job. Right. It's the most effort he's Round put into this applause. show ever. I love it. Right. Thank you. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate appreciate the uh, positivity. Yeah, absolutely. So this is episode four hundred and twenty-five, and tonight we're talking about Spirited. That's right, Spirited, the brand yes. new. Just out of the box movie that's on Apple TV Plus from Gi- from Ghibli, where uh, the little girl goes off in the flying castle thing, or the um, yeah uh, the 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 animated studio yeah thing Japanese that's, animation. Yeah. Well, we were actually supposed to do that until our guest made me watch Paranormal Activity. So. <laughs> 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 And how do I on purpose? And how yeah. I know that is because last week when I had to go back and re-edit uh, the gentleman, and so that yeah. I teased that we we're going to be watching Spirited Away, and I was like, "Oh, that would have been such a happier thing than watching <laughs> Paranormal Activity." That gave Paranormal. me ah, oh, the Spirited ah, that would have been a good movie. Yeah, we. So we I, I kind of like Paranormal Activity though. That was. I'm that glad was you fun. enjoyed it in a different I, way. I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed it. I still mean, okay. Okay, my boyfriend at the time when that movie came out tainted it because he was like, "It's real, like it's based on a real story," and I'm like, "Dude, there's an alternate ending." <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about? But yeah. In a different dimension. There's, a different there's, there's a reason universe. why. Uh, 
there's a reason why he, he she said my boyfriend at the time my, not my husband yeah that's what it that is right extra. critical thinking ability is a big turn on that's all you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's, see, all right, guys, paying attention. See, there you go. Critical know, thinking right? skills. <laughs> it, 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 it does help. That's, that's the female gaze. Yeah. yeah. Critical thinking, critical thinking critical ability. Thinking. It's, yeah. it's surprising. Sense yeah. It's everything a, else. Yeah. It's surprising how few people actually have those skill sets. Um, <laughs> I'm not saying that I do. I'm just saying there's a lot of people <laughs> that don't. Uh, See, I what I overcome, I over, I, I overcome that with humor. So that's how I'm able to yeah. uh, stay married. Is like, my <laughs> wife's like, really, you didn't think about that? But then I tell her a joke, and that's fine. So yeah, yeah. she's like, okay, I'm, I'm less mad. Right? Yeah, because that was actually <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, humor, humor is like the salve of of my relationship or whatever. Anyway, like depending on the joke, right? Like it well, starts yeah. at ten mad, and then if the joke, depending on how funny, she could like end up at like one mad. <laughs> I don't think I have a joke that can go from a 10 to a 1. Um, I don't think that exists unless Yeah, I'm... you know, I, as a husband uh, to to someone who, uh, yeah, I don't think that exists, yeah. right? From a 10 man you know, to a 1. But it doesn't have to be a joke. Like, you tell one joke, that brings it down to a 7. And then you go and do a load of dishes, right? And then I mean, that brings it down I, to a like, 4. I <laughs> fell funny down the stairs or something. Oh, no. Yeah, like a pratfall. You know? Yeah. No, like I mean, yeah, no, I get you're Jessica. You're actually ultimately right, and at some point we will actually continue to intro this podcast. But um, <laughs> you're not wrong with the, you know, you tell the joke and then you go do something nice, right? Like that's obviously how you get the ten to a one is like the culmination. I guess my point was because Dasani was like, yeah, if you can get your, like, there isn't either a joke or a story or a scenario or a. Uh, uh, whatever I could I could do or say to get it from the ten to a one, without having to do at least some groveling and some you yeah. know other chores yeah. and things like that. So yeah, not wrong. Anyway. I, I would just sit down my husband and then do like a whole hour and a half stand up routine. Yeah, see, that's that, different though. That. You know, I have a spotlight and just just keep going and see. Just but that, like, it is no fair. Women women <laughs> have the ability. To take a ten to a one almost in an instant. Oh yeah, they just... I don't know. There's usually like a dance number involved. It takes a lot of work too. Like it's just. Uh, I'm but pretty... it happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying it's there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you know, <laughs> you're talking about like a, a a dance or whatever. Like the mo- like when as soon as you said sit him down, usually that takes you from a ten to a five anyway. Like if you just get the guy just gets to sit down. Like you've yeah. already like lowered the temperature, right? And then you, if you say, "Hey, you're gonna sit here for a while. I have some entertainment for you." Like then his mind's gonna start thinking about what he thinks the entertainment's gonna be. Yeah, and but then maybe he'll get mad again when I go up with the mic and I'm like, "Hey, what about all this airplane food?" You know, right? and then he might. He's like, "Oh, that's not what I was expecting. I was really yeah, hoping no. for a lap dance." That might get you from a ten to a fifteen angry. Like you don't want. To. Yeah. That's, and then he's not little, angry. He's disappointed. Added <laughs> frustration worse. to the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Boy, yeah. This, <laughs> oh, this is going to be a fun science experiment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, again, like, again, Sam and I, we don't have that ability. Like, if I said, okay, no. you need to just sit here, like, that escalated it. Like, if I tell her to <laughs> sit down, she's gone from a 10 to a 12. Sweetie, you need to sit down yeah. for a second. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't see that yeah. working well. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> honey, honey, you need to calm down. Yeah, What's calm here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just take a breath. <laughs> oh, it, no. Put the knife down. Put the knife down. <laughs> and for the record, neither one of us has ever said, hey, you need to calm. Well, I can't speak for no. Sam. I've not been in the no, room like no, him. No, 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 I'm not that dumb. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I've never once said, you need to calm down. Not when she's mad at me. Now, I have... I will I will say this. This is getting a little whatever. She was pretty her last job was really stressful and and everyone knows this when work is stressful then you bring that stress home and yep. she was just in a bad mood for about a month. And she had some really bad stuff going on and so one day she came home and the kids just you know whatever and she, her wrath was aimed at them and I had to literally step in and go, "Hey, I handed her a glass of wine and said, go upstairs and i'm like you she's like are you kick are you sending me to time out i'm like yes <laughs> yes yeah you need, you, you wine need is a very good way to bring the number down and wine it, definitely helps the, so in the yeah. moment it did unfortunately when she came to me later when the kids went to bed she's like why did you send me to time out i'm like because you were pretty mad and i was afraid you were gonna like yell at the kids and like She's like, I wasn't yelling at the kids. I'm like, now you're yelling at me. So, like, <laughs> my husband has sent me for a nap a few times. Like, it's like you need a nap. I'm like, okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> well, and that is a special power that husbands and wives have, though, because it's at a certain point in a relationship, you can finally tell somebody, you know, why don't you go take a nap? You need you a go, nap. Yeah. Why don't you go play some video games for a while? Why don't yeah. you take a, you know. Go go in the, the jacuzzi for a little bit. Just just go do something other than what you're doing here. <laughs> and you know, if if in a in a dating relationship, no way. That's well, that's, and that doesn't work. When you're trapped, you you know you can figure <laughs> out these, okay. these coping mechanisms yeah. to uh, to to stay alive. And I and I, I'll admit too, there's been a couple of times, not recently, because I have. I mean, really, work is really nice because I have a new job and it pays me really well, so I have no stress there. But there has been time where my wife was like. Hey, why don't you go play video games for a little bit? And like, if she <laughs> says that, then I know that I'm stressing her out. So it's like, oh, yeah. And like, cause you're not even aware of it sometimes. Anyway, we've gone down. I think we actually we have shifted we're from. We're infectious, Sonia. This is what we do, like well, all the time. My my, I, I really feel it almost feels like we've just merged from cheap seat reviews to opinionated lushes. Like we exactly what we do. Yeah, this is great. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna reset here. Rip, 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 rip. This is episode 425, and tonight we're actually gonna talk about Spirited, yes. the Apple TV Plus movie. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Sam. Good afternoon, Vector. And good afternoon to you too, sir. Good afternoon. I hope I didn't wake up the kids with that. That was pretty loud. <laughs> that was really loud. You talk about getting into an argument. Oh my gosh! Someone's I just, gonna be happy. I just got a text message. I thought it was from my wife saying "shut up," but it was from Andrew again. <laughs> <laughs> you have it to was from, from a ten to a one. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh my gosh! Fortunately, but no. John, no, seriously. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, how are you going to kill me tonight? Yeah, I've got to kill you tonight. Uh, basically, I'm just going to wrap you in some chains and and hit you in the head with uh, whatever the books or whatever it was at the end of the chains. Yeah. Like a steel box, right? Like a money box. I think it might have been a steel box. Maybe it was a money box. Maybe that's what those things were. It was funny. Cement bricks. That's what I thought they were bricks at first too. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. they looked like yeah, I don't know, some something big and heavy, (laughs) rectangular. Yeah. Yeah, Well, and it it slapped him in the face, which was really funny. It was just 
That that whole bit was funny. <laughs> and joining me tonight, who we've heard already a lot of, but joining me tonight <laughs> is Sonia. Also gets really excited about indoor plumbing and showering once a month. <laughs> I, I, that, uh, that joke, I only wrote that joke because you live on a farm like in the middle of nowhere. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I haven't showered in a month. <laughs> oh, so, so you don't have to shower. You live on the farm. I don't. That's great. I live on a yeah. farm. Yeah, yeah, the chickens won't complain. And also, Jess is Hi. really good at pointing. She I am actually. I am. That is actually a very good skill of mine. And they are from the Opinionated Luscious podcast, which I alluded to earlier. Welcome, ladies, back to the show. It is so good to have you guys back. It's so much yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, this is our first time like meeting you. So Sam, you were. Is it? Yeah. I Sam. We yeah. Met before, no, okay. the other no, guy. It was just Andrew last time. Yeah. Just the oh. other guy. Just. just just Andrew. <laughs> just he's just Andrew right now. Which yeah. Andrew isn't here. He's in the process of moving, so unfortunately yes. he couldn't make it tonight. Also, uh, yeah, we did Men in Black uh, last. Yes, time, we did. So. That's right. Okay, so that's what I remember. Okay, yeah, yeah that was the during guy with the your melting face. And, that yeah. was during your summer of not here. <laughs> you can write a musical about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't the, think uh, I don't think we want to listen to that musical. <laughs> no, that'd be more depressing than Les Mis, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> we'll stay away from that. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, please tell our listeners more about Opinionated Luscious, and please take this time to talk about the really cool fundraiser you're going to be doing this month, and not just because I'm a part of it, but because of the awesome stuff that you're doing <laughs> with it. Okay, um, Sonia's sick, so I don't want to step up. Do you want to say anything? No, it's all you. All me. Okay. So our podcast is Opinionated Lushes. You can find us on all streaming platforms, all social medias. Just search Opinionated Lushes. We are the first to pop up. And we are two out of three hosts where we just drink and talk about a bunch of random topics and um, sometimes do movie reviews, sometimes do D and D stuff, which we were planning. So we're doing lots. Of, we do lots of stuff on our podcast. It's really fun. It's comedy. Come check us out and make a drink and listen and drink along with us. Um, we are hosting a live stream event on December seventeenth from ten a.m. to two a.m. Eastern, and we are having tons of guests, including Sean from Cheap Seats, as long uh, along with other podcasters and speakers, and we're having like a midnight dance party, and we are raising money for. <laughs> What is? Sorry, Sonia, I forgot your charity's Five, name. Five Forty One Eatery and Exchange. Five Forty One. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that is um, a pay it forward cafe. Is where you donate money, and it goes to like what they call buttons. And each person, it doesn't matter what kind of situation you're in. Um, every person who needs a button gets buttons, and you get up to five buttons. And they have, uh, everything's pretty cheap there. And for a full breakfast, like hot breakfast, is only like $7. So your meal wow. only ends up being $2 if you use buttons. Yep. Well, and cool. our, yeah, it's really cool. So that was her charity pick. My charity pick is for Epilepsy of South Central Ontario, which um, in Canada, we have free health care, which is awesome, except if you have something special, because <laughs> yeah. epilepsy is not in the fed or the provincial budget. So it's centers like Epilepsy of South Central Ontario that help 
um, fund epilepsy programs like safe day camps and uh, helps keep epilepsy kids safe in school. So we are donating to those. I'm so, so confused. Yeah. Yes. Do you have and, to pay for this? I mean, it's supposed to be free health care, but is it is it like you have to pay? Oh, uh, well, it's in our taxes um, for epilepsy. Like my oh, quick, quick side. So my son uh, has like a rare form of epilepsy. So his mm -hmm. meds are actually covered until he's 25. And all his um, doctor's appointments, neurologist, all that is covered. Testing is covered. But he can't uh, go to like a regular day camp. And oh, he can't okay. hang out with like kids regularly and like that kind of yeah. stuff so they help provide like educational um and support groups and stuff like that for parents and kids and teenagers and job programs and all that stuff for uh people with epilepsy in that area so and, and i want to mention to you guys you guys are, are doing the telethon and uh my wife came to me i want to say it was last night and we've got this electric calendar in our our kitchen that i made that has a google calendar on it and she says sam why do you have an 11 o'clock p.m. appointment with opinionated lunches? <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, whoa, no. whoa, whoa, wait, wait a second. <laughs> it's like, it's a podcast. No yeah, worries. Yeah, it's just a podcast. Our live stream is going to be on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, hopefully, as long as there's no technical difficulties, so your wife can see exactly what's going on at 11 p.m. if she would like. Did, did I invite you to that, Sam? Is that why it showed up on the? Yeah, yeah. Somehow it's up on there, but yeah. That's well, so, That's great. Oh yeah, so that's uh, that's us. So we have new episodes every Friday, unep unedited episode, uh, video episodes uh, Saturdays on our YouTube. So check us out, follow us, and have a drink and laugh. If you so, think we're funny. Yeah, if like, you think we're funny. I think you're yeah. hilarious. So that, that's, Or drink yeah, drink if you don't think we're funny. Because then maybe by the end of the episode, you'll think we're funny. <laughs> yeah, and then you'll recommend us to your friends. Yeah, exactly. Five-star <laughs> yeah. reviews. Thank you. That's perfect. Absolutely. So, yeah, definitely yeah. Uh, go check them out. They're a lot of fun. So My um, wife uh, got me two different um, advent calendars. One is a beer of the day calendar. Ooh. And the other one is a spirit of the day calendar. So I'll just save like a week, and then uh, I'll, I'll have yeah. them all, all on that Saturday for you guys. Perfect, perfect. That's our plan. So <laughs> you know, you can like try and chug them at your eleven o'clock visit. There just like, go. just keep like. <laughs> we'll do power hour. We'll just do a power hour with. Uh, with yeah. Just to finish one every ten minutes, you know. Just to keep up, yeah. You'll it be going like to bed right after. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'd just be, I'd just roll over and be like, okay, done. <laughs> All right, so time to talk about Spirited. <laughs> I don't know how to transition from that, so. Well, just, I know, right? We're just going to, we're just going to talk Speaking about Speaking of spirits. Spirits, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spirited. Spirited, the 2022 movie Spirited that just came out starring Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, directed and written by Sean Anders. And I'm really interested to hear what you guys think about because, uh, think about this movie because uh, Sam sent me a message earlier today, and I so I already kind of know where where his uh, his yeah. mind is on this. But I, I'm really interested to hear what you guys think because, like, so Sean Anders, this guy, he 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 writes comedies. He wrote uh, or he wrote. Let's see, she's out of my league. 
Uh, he did the two Daddy's Home movie, Horrible Bosses. Well, he also wrote I Dumb, loved Dumb and Dumber Two. Horrible Boss was good. Yeah, the first one was amazing. We yeah. we're the Millers. Another oh, I funny that one. one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. He also directed Horrible Bosses Two, Sex Drive, yeah. uh, Instant <laughs> Family, and Never Been Thawed. What the hell is that? I guess it's it's probably frozen somewhere. Never been thought. <laughs> Somebody's frozen. Sean it's like a is the. <laughs> let's see. Wasn't there was it Encino Man back in the nineties? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brandon Fraser, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Polly Shore. Encino you know, Man. Yeah. Back when Polly Shore had some great cool. messages. Back yeah. In <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you said Encino Man and you said Brandon yeah. Fraser, which just made me think of. Oh, what's the one where he's uh he's a guy who's been locked in a bunker for for thirty oh, years? Oh, yeah, uh, blast, yeah, yeah. blast from the past. Blast from the past. Yeah, that's another go. one. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I love, love that, that movie. I just watched that movie like a month ago. It's good. My honestly, I with Brendan Fraser. Well, Brendan Fraser's fan. He's a national treasure, and he's he does. Fantastic. I, yes. I wish he hadn't been, you know, basically blackballed for a while, but. Um, my favorite part of that super movie, honestly, is when he walks outside and he goes, oh, It's a Negro. <laughs> he goes out and he hugs this woman. It cracks me up every time. It's so funny. So, anyway. Uh, <laughs> also, by the way, Sam, you'll, you'll really appreciate yeah. this. So, I, I was last week I was editing, going back to edit The Gentleman, which again, we recorded that in September. And I got to the part where they use the word I'm not going to use. It's the C word, right? But the British use it a lot. Oh yeah, they use it a lot. Yeah. And that, and it's that whole bit where they're talking about he can't call me a black C word. That's racist. He's like, no, it's not racist. He's not saying all black people are that. He's saying <laughs> you are that because you are in fact blunt, a uh, black and the C word. It's this whole bit, and it's hysterical. And um, I felt so. Awkward, not awkward. Uh, paranoid that I was that it was going to yeah. come across as incredibly racist. So I, um, I called my our, our good friend of the show Cornelius, who is black, and I said, "Hey, I need to invoke my racist insurance. Am I okay here?" <laughs> and he said, "Yeah, you're totally fine." So. Yeah, it's good. And you know the funny to thing is, friends to ask. <laughs> yeah. We're we're having a really hard time getting talking about this movie and, and it's it's kind of against what we we usually do usually if it's we hate the movie we we avoid talking about it oh spirited right? yeah yeah spirited <laughs> the movie um but i have a feeling that it's a little bit of the opposite insofar that i i think we're gonna have a hard time coming up with how to really describe this thing does that make sense well, uh, other than the notes. four and a I half pages of notes that Jessica took. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jess, you have, once again, <laughs> you have way more notes than I do. All right, Holy so what, we're going to do our five-word review. Yeah, we're going to do five-word review here in just a second. I but have I will so many say, questions about this movie, too. <laughs> I will say this, to Sam's point specifically. So typically, yeah. we don't do comedies. This is, I don't know, maybe our first musical. It might not be. I don't know. I, I, well, I think we did Nightmare on on. Uh, We've not Christmas, done the Nightmare Before Christmas. We've not. Are we not? Nightmare we on Elm Street, the the musical. <laughs> the musical, yeah. That would be so cool. Perfect. Do they not have that? They do Evil Dead the musical. Nightmare on Elm Street the musical would be actually awesome. Could you imagine like Freddy coming out and belting like a big operatic like? Would he be a tenor or would he be a bass? 
No, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm thinking like right? Phantom of the Opera type, he'd like a, Freddy comes out, you know, and you just see a shadow in the boiler and just, you know, <laughs> it'd be cool. Um, Red lighting like, on stage. Percussions on the boilers with like the knife nails. Oh, like, yeah. you know, like It's like a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here I for could, it. And I could, I could totally see some good musical numbers about killing people in dreams and all that sort of stuff. That'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Right? Dreams, you can do anything. I and like it's it. like, well, it's a dream. It doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> and speaking of Evil Dead the Musical, one of my friends is in that run here in Charlotte. She's one of the uh, the ladies that gets killed ultimately. But yeah, she's, <laughs> That's nice. amazing. Yeah, she's in it. She's uh, one of my friends from, from Carowinds, which is really cool. So, But to, cool. back to Sam's point, though, about, uh, you know, there, one of the reasons why we don't typically do these kinds of movies for the podcast is that it, it is sometimes hard to review but a comedy, yeah. because you know comedy is so subjective. Like the clips I, I play, they might be funny to me. Well, they're definitely funny to me because I recorded them. But they might not be funny <laughs> to anybody else. So that's one of the things. But the other thing about this movie in particular, because uh, it's not strictly a comedy, is that there is yeah. some heart to this movie and yes, yeah, and uh, some 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 real feel moments. At least I cried. Were, <laughs> okay, I don't feel bad because yeah. I cried too. Yeah. Oh, uh, I I oh. wrote notes. <laughs> it's like I don't have time for your tears. I'm writing on paper. That's right. <laughs> I have no time for emotion. Well, you can't cry over paper; it ruins it. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> so, uh, Sonia, why don't you go ahead and start off with your? Well, I guess usually Sam goes first, but this time, uh, Sonia, you get to go first with your five sure. word review. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I didn't like the ending. Whoa, <laughs> that's that's my five. Really? My five yeah. I guess I should say this also. This movie just came out. We are going to spoil this movie. I usually don't <laughs> oh, feel yeah. like I need yeah, to say yeah, that because yeah. usually it's old movies that we're reviewing. But like, we are going to spoil I... this. So if you don't want to know what happens now, go watch the movie and then please go watch this <laughs> movie. Back. It is so <laughs> worth your time. It yeah. really is. Yeah, um, but I I thought it landed it. I thought the third act was perfect. Oh, I had more Why questions. Do... <laughs> I know. I had so many questions. I feel like that's where it broke for me because I just had questions. All right. It broke it, at the end? And no, it the, broke uh, in the beginning, but I'll get to that. At the Starbucks that they bring the three ghosts at the very beginning? Like, no. why are they drinking coffee if they're dead? It broke right kind of after that scene that Sean opened this podcast with for me. That's the opening scene. <laughs> that's the opening scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get into it. Don't worry. Five word reviews. So, Sonia, what did you not like about the ending? Oh, do you want me to tell? No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> sure. We're, yeah, we're yeah. here. So, like, well. I didn't like that. So, the whole time, apparently, you can talk to these ghosts all the time, all day, every day, and they just decided to make it a regular thing at the end of the movie. Like, why did you, you could like help so many people? Their like whole thing is about making the world a better place, and why don't you do that? as a ghost and like go clean up trash island or something like i don't know do something better than all the acting and stuff you do <laughs> to make people change their minds yeah <laughs> like if you don't need to sleep like think how much effort you can put into actually changing the planet you know, I'm I'm sitting here trying to find an argument for that i really am <laughs> yeah you're you're, you're not and, wrong it it uh 
that that I did kind of bump on that because <laughs> it's like, well, wait a minute, like Will Ferrell was able to be seen by one person because he wanted. But we to. don't know why. We still don't know what broke between Will Ferrell and uh, Christine. No, what was her name? Um, the lady. Yeah, uh, Octavia Spencer. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I only know the actress. I Kimberly the was her name. How did you forget Kimberly? <laughs> your wife's name. <laughs> yeah, I forget that all the time. It's just hey you at this point in the marriage. Hey you. Um. Yeah, you're you're not wrong because there was a <laughs> lot of like story holes in this. So you really had to. I mean, I guess like most Christmas movies, you really had to suspend your disbelief to really well, enjoy this movie. I feel like it's well, enjoyable. Like it's the ghosts. acting, the transitions, all that kind of stuff yeah. is good. It was just... It's singing, it's singing ghosts. Like, there's a lot of disbelief that must be suspended. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the yeah, movie... but if they can logically explain the singing ghosts, I don't have a problem with it. I believe it. Well, which they did, because she just no, says... they did not. No, I she got did. Notes. It's in the intro. <laughs> Yeah, in the yeah. intro, she says it's musical in the afterlife. So then why are they singing in not the afterlife? In that case, Octavia Butler's character should not be singing because the afterlife is a musical. So why is the normal life a musical? That's what I'm saying. That's no. where it broke for me. No, because she says, Hang on, it's coming. Why are they singing? Oh, because this is a musical. Wait, this is a musical. Keep playing, you're missing the context. Keep playing. What is... All of this. All of this. Wait, no, keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. The afterlife. I know it's the afterlife, but like she's literally See? looking at the camera saying, we're in a musical. She's yeah, telling us this. She, we're in a musical. That's what it is. Yeah, well, I'm just saying separation context for Jessica. They should have been like, <laughs> this whole two and a half hours that you're going to be watching this is a musical, yeah. not the afterlife. <laughs> Or not the afterlife. They just didn't have to say the afterlife. They could have later on said we're in the afterlife. What and this if? Is a but we didn't know what that What if at the Octavia time. Spencer was dying? Well, that would have been an interesting turn of events. <laughs> I would have liked. Maybe that's that, why right? she could see them. This movie already see, had a lot of turns. So though. many plot holes. You should write a script. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We just fixed it. Okay. Yeah. Now I, I believe it. I it was think we great. fixed it. Okay. But, <laughs> I just I do think it's interesting though that in you know two hundred and fifty something years this is the first time that Will Ferrell's character you know the ghost of Christmas present saw a woman and and fell in love. Mm-hmm. You know, well, so. there's it's that whole idea of there's one person out there for you. Sure. Right? Yeah, but that means he's the, a the cradle one. robber. Because <laughs> oh, she's God, like yeah. only yeah. forty. Yeah, like problematic age old. gaps. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's Hollywood. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they do that all the time over there. I mean, look it's, at uh, DiCaprio's girlfriends. So. Forget DiCaprio. What about Billy Ray Cyrus's fiance? He she's younger than his daughter. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, it, it was a yeah. thing. Like, That's wasn't creepy. he married? I thought he was married. No, they got divorced. Like Miley Cyrus's mom and stuff. They they yeah. got divorced, and then like two months later, he announced he was in a relationship with someone he's known since she was like fifteen. He's yeah, he wow. knew her. So he's like the creepy uncle. Yeah. yeah, like he has known <laughs> yeah. her when she Ugh. was like when like Miley was like babysitting for her. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is weird. And <laughs> weird's not, not the word. Gross is the word, I guess. It's really gross, yeah. 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 Like Celine Dion's husband. Yeah. Like if you Disgusting. raise them, you're not allowed to date them. Right. Like that's like a rule. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, for what it's worth, the joke that we're making about the age gap, Will Ferrell is only three years older than Octavia Spencer. I just wanted to make sure that like people <laughs> knew that that was a joke, right? In the context of the movie, he's like two hundred years older. So. Right, but like the but like he's like a child, so it's almost the opposite, right? Because he doesn't understand things, you know, like when he. Like his he, mental capacity really <laughs> makes so him younger. She's cradle robber. Yeah, because it was because it was really strange. Because like when he's in ghost form, he's making pop culture references that he knows things. Judy Dench, and he makes reference to Ryan oh Seacrest. Oh my god! And, I I laughed out loud. I was worried that my office mates were going to get upset at me on that one. But he's like, he's well, making I saw like Judy Dench. He's making Loved like it. pop culture references, but then when he becomes alive, it's like. He's basically Buddy the Elf. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And and then when he sees Buddy the Elf, he he says a comment that I may or may not have captured. Um so <laughs> but again, back to your point, Sonia, you're not in- entirely wrong that like, well, wait a minute, if Ryan can can just pop into the real world and so I mean like he does it enough that uh Will Ferrell's kids Call him Uncle Ghost, whatever, and then they die for him, and they go, they go through him, and he, you know he makes it loud. That that never gets old, which is a funny bit. I mean, I did. But laugh. how many musicals can you can you really just totally pick apart in terms of of idiosyncrasies? Oh, like this? all of them. That's part right? of the fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean that this isn't still a good time. No, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. I said it's just, you know. No, all you said so far is that you hate it. That's all. We, we, you have four pages. <laughs> that's of, what I heard. We that's what I heard. It. We came up with our own plot point fillers, and now it all makes sense. Yeah. So all all, all, we, we've been here almost an hour. All we know about you <laughs> is how to make your husband uh, sit down and uh, <laughs> that you hate this movie. That's all we've learned so far. Yeah. It's pretty much. Isn't pretty much. The, it's Christmas time. All right. That's all you need. Jessica, you're dying, I know. Go ahead and give us your okay. five-word review. Okay, I got two, so I'll just do my first one and see what you guys think. Um, too much Ryan Reynolds. Stop. What? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Jessica hates Ryan Reynolds. Okay, I do have oh. a little personal vendetta, but it's more like Is it because he's, he's Canadian? Every- well, it it's more just he's everywhere, and he plays the same character in everything. Yeah, it's always just yeah. Ryan Reynolds in this movie, and you know what? I I I'm a little over it. I think I I think he's a great actor. I think if he just took like three years off, if I went like three <laughs> years without like a Ryan Reynolds movie in my face, then I might like him again. You know what I'm saying? Just a little. It, it's saturating the market. While I agree. Well, I totally agree with that. I think this part was made for him in terms of his personality and the one-note character that he generally is. Well, yeah, like but a lot of the movies he plays is great for his, like, yeah. asshole humor, yeah. da-da-da, whatever it is that he does, obnoxious, I'm always going to get what I want characters. Like, that's... But, but, I, but I think that it was written well enough in this one to not be overly obnoxious like he is in, in some of the other ones. I think and like the, the whatever the rock movie he was in was just too much Ryan Reynolds. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's just that he uh, a lot of I mean being a big prolific actor, a lot of uh writers are writing parts for him. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, it's not like I like I don't feel like he's auditioning for these parts. I feel like people are like, <laughs> hey, Ryan Reynolds, do you want to sign in on this project? So yeah, but it, I do think know. that there are certain actors that no longer have to audition. You know, like yeah. there you you do get to a point in which you're just like, yeah. hey, like like Polly Shore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a great example. I do remember yeah. when we were doing when we did the uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, yeah. Uh, Scorsese wrote that part for uh, Superbad, whatever his name is. Jonah uh, Hill. Jonah Hill. And Jonah Hill was like, no, I want to actually audition for the role. And he's like, okay. So they did an open audition, but he still got the part because he was written for him. So, you know, like there are, there are, you think Tom Cruise has, in, has, has auditioned for a role in the last 25 no, years? That's not the problem. The problem is Ryan Reynolds won't be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to say no to a couple roles for three years. Like, I'm, I'm putting the onus on Reynolds here. He's like become Nicolas Cage. Yeah. You know, for like the oh longest God, time, Nicolas Cage said yes to everything. Okay, Cass, hold on. Hold on. Nicolas nope. Cage syndrome everywhere. Wait, stop everywhere. I can't wait a I cannot go. I'm going to mute you both. What the hell? <laughs> he is not the Nicolas Cage of Canada or whatever right no, now. Like, no, but he's on his way. No, That's he's not. the point. No, he's not. Wait, wait, is Nicolas Cage from Canada? No, he's not. No. My, my point is, okay. is that you're saying that he's doing a lot of stuff. Nicolas Cage did like 11 or 12 movies last year, and you've heard of one of them. Like, yeah. that's the did difference. Did you watch the history of swear words? No. Oh, he hosts that. Who, he? Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I've for heard a paycheck of at this point for him. <laughs> he just needs, well, he's one, he's, he needs the paycheck, but two, he's just, he's bored. He just wants something to do. I mean, for every. He's doing side quests. <laughs> yeah, for every pig and Mandy, he does something called jujitsu and Grand Isle and Primal and Kill Chain and Running with the Devil and Color of Outer Space and the score to settle. You've never heard of any of those. But I can name I know I'm I'm not saying Reynolds is there yet. No, he's I'm not even close. He's, it's not he's, even close. close. Okay, when I'm looking at like Netflix top ten and he's four of those movies on the cover, like it's too much. It's because they're good movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I lose interest now. That's fine. So. I mean, again, you could lose interest in all you want. There's other actors that I'm I'm pretty sick of too. I just want to make sure. Nicolas Cage, Ryan Reynolds are miles apart. Okay, Sonia, in yeah. five years, when Ryan Reynolds is the He's new Nicolas Cage, yeah, we we're gonna, we're, yeah, we're gonna come back and we're gonna like, you know, be like in your face. You know, he did, like, he did yeah. three movies this year. He only did three uh, movies this year, and only two of them he starred in. This only one, three. He has young kids and a and a wife. You know, once his kids get older, he's gonna have more time. Okay, right? yeah, five years. Right? He's five be years. See, I did the math. Don't you worry. Oh my I gosh! Did he did. Math. What's in the world? Okay, so I, I don't have a second five-word review. Oh, I don't even want to hear words. it. <laughs> this is never gonna get done. Okay, this one's not about Reynolds, and this is more of a general review of Christmas movies. General review. Okay. Got it. Okay. Why is death so festive? Why not? So many Christmas. I mean, this is Christmas Carol. This is have redone a million times. It's, you know, really old and done in every which way. And there's a bunch of Christmas movies that all revolve around losing someone around Christmas. And I'm like, when I want to feel Christmassy, that's not usually my first thought. 
<laughs> so that's that's my five word reviews. Says the woman with a nightmare before Christmas mask behind her left shoulder. Uh, that's for the Halloween season. I'm more of a Halloween nightmare before Christmas myself. You know, uh, I just I love it. Um, no, you're not wrong, but I mean, you know, like uh, you know, Day of the Dead. I mean, that's the celebration, and it's all about that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's death. It's 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 just all in how you want to look at it, I guess. It yeah, be, for sure. It can be a, a celebra- celebratory thing. By the way, I've been I've had the IMDb page for Spirited pulled up, and I've watched the trailer for this movie now like eleven times. <laughs> Um, rather interesting i need to i need to navigate away from that it's not like i have pages of notes to to refer to (laughs) if we get to those we'll get to them no we're just i'm just gonna uh, mute myself here in just a moment and i'm just gonna let jessica just read and read it'll be like story time with jessica okay i do all my notes are about the plot holes, though. That's fine. So. We fixed them already. We didn't. We didn't actually. There's a couple we missed. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> and I do want to. Okay, it also kind of feels like I'm like the uh, the spirited apologist here. I I just no because I'm right here with you, dude. I I, I really <laughs> I had a good time. I didn't with... say it was a bad movie. Just the I bad didn't ending. say it was a bad movie. All you said. Stop putting words in my mouth. You just hate it. It's fine. And you hate no. Ryan Reynolds, who is a national treasure. I have what? good notes too. I say I would be international. We will claim him down here if you're gonna if you're gonna throw him away up there. So right. Yep. Yep. That's fine. Just take him for three years. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> we still need to watch uh, Hitman's Bodyguard for the podcast. You yeah, guys want to come back on to that? that? Yeah. Oh no. I'm just okay. Th- this is the second. Okay, this is the second Ryan Reynolds movie. I've reviewed on a podcast as a guest, and I say the same thing every time. <laughs> so I'm hoping one day Ryan Reynolds hears this and gets a hint. Oh my god! He if he listens to my oh. podcast, that'd be fantastic. I just <laughs> um, I see. So we do have some guests that are like our niche guests, right? So like Lindsay is our Nightmare on Elm Street guest, right? She only we only do those with her. Uh, Cameron is our Sword and Sorcery uh, guest. The three yep. movies that he's been on have all been sword and sorcery, so we have to kind of continue that theme. Uh, though technically he was on a Star Trek one, but that doesn't count. And because <laughs> it wasn't just him, it was he was with another podcast that he's with. Uh, so you ladies can be our uh, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, hey, there we go. I like yeah. We'll torture you. Over and over again. Yeah, I'm just gonna watch all the Ryan Reynolds movies so yeah. that my I'll feel more vindicated in my opinions about <laughs> in fact, him. We're actually, gonna, we're gonna actually do a, a cheap review side project. It's just gonna be the four of us watching Ryan Reynolds movies every other week <laughs> on like, repeat. I like over this. and over. Can we watch them like chronologically? Start with Hell like yeah. the first and go move up. Are we gonna do like, Three Men in a Pizza Place or whatever it's called? Are we doing that one too? Oh, the or TV series. The TV yeah. stuff or just <laughs> movies. But no, I'm good with TV series too. Apparently, I really need to, you know, hate Ryan Reynolds even more. <laughs> so I don't hate him enough. Apparently, you know, I, I to be honest, I never said I hated him. I, I know just you said didn't. I'm a little annoyed. No, no. A you're just annoyed. you're just ready for him to take a break and go hang out with his beautiful wife and whatever. I'm exactly. I'm with you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean, every now and then we get actors like that, right? We've, we we were done with Adam Sandler and the Adam Sandler movies of the '90s. You yep. know, Polly Shore was in the early '90s. Um, I want to say Jim Carrey ran his 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 run. 
Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting, you know, but it is a thing, right? I think it is a thing where, where we, we get too much of a good thing and we get tired of it. Yeah. But and I'm not there yet with, with Yeah. With <laughs> well, a lot of people aren't. That's why he's still making movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a, a Deadpool 3 that's going to be somehow tied into the MCU and it's going to be fantastic. So. Yeah. yeah, actually, the Deadpool movies are, the, I think, the only thing I'm not like, uh, rhyme, rhyme. So, he, so you know what? He can take a three-year break, but still do some Deadpool movies. See, okay. I'm negotiating. I, <laughs> and I will, uh, honestly, one of my like, one of my favorite things he's done in the last five years was The Hitman's Bodyguard. I loved that movie because it's a buddy cop with him and Samuel Jackson. And, and again, it's, it's him. It's still Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. He's, you know, it's still him doing his, his shtick. But it, it just makes the movie because Sam Jackson, he's not like the straight he's guy. He's doing him too. Yeah, I know. Sam it's Jackson just, just plays himself too. Yeah, so. you're right. I mean, like, they're, just, they're just playing themselves. <laughs> you're you're 100% right. And Gary Oldman is the bad guy who's just basically being a typical Gary Oldman bad guy. Like, the movie is tropey <laughs> as hell, but I love it so much. I mean, it's, it's one of my comfort movies where it's like... Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I need to go to bed. No one's playing video games. I, you know, I'll put on Hitman's Bodyguard and watch like 30 minutes of it. And then I'll, it just it just makes me happy. It does. All right. Sam, what's your yeah. five-word review? All right. Well, after those five words, I've got two of them here. <laughs> All right. My first one is Smart, Twisty, Turny, Musical Fun. And then Big Dang, Beautiful Christmas Musical. And I think that no, that's five. Big dang, beautiful Christmas musical, guys! I needed this. Are you movie. counting on your finger? Yeah, I had to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I needed and loved and absolutely appreciated this movie today. Uh, you know, we talk about losing, and and um, my my life has been crappy in terms of losing people this year. And I needed something happy. I needed something fun, and I needed something where I turned my brain off. Uh, and this hit on all cylinders. I loved every aspect of this movie. Uh, Will Ferrell is fun. Um, and, and I was a little cautious going into this thinking, you know, can these guys sing? But they got it. When, when Ryan Reynolds does his spiel with the, uh, the Christmas tree people, I was laughing out loud. It was, it was gorgeous. It was great. I had so much fun and, um, I even put on Facebook, you know, if you haven't seen Spirited, you, you got to see this thing because this this is a new classic in our house. And uh, I can't wait to show uh, my wife this movie because she's going to love it, too. So I, I can't rave enough about it. it. It it hit me at the right spot, at the right turn. And um, in a Christmas where uh, I, you know, I'm not going to have my parents around and a good friend around. Um, uh it was, it was soothing to the soul. That's it's good. When movies can do that, yeah. right? Like you're right. sometimes like real life is, ugh, and then like you can like just forget and immerse yourself. I could in. be brown. I could be blue. I could be violet sky. Sorry. I could be hurtful. <laughs> I could be purple. I like, could be what? anything you I like. I can't pause it. I could be brown. This is Ryan Reynolds and, and Will Ferrell singing. By I could way. be hurtful. I could be purple. I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky, I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky, I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. 
I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. I could That's be Will Ferrell singing the high part. I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. So that that song bit on TikTok was super popular about yeah. six months <laughs> ago, right? Yep. Where everybody was doing that. Well, they were filming this movie. When this, when that was going on, so they snuck off. They were on set. They just went and snuck off, grabbed a couple microphones, and did that, like in between takes. Yeah, and, that's incredible. And it just blew up, you know, on TikTok or whatever. And um, and they didn't rehearse that. Like they just did it. And <laughs> so, to your point, you know, can can they sing? Yeah, they can sing. And to be boy, fair, we already knew Will Ferrell could sing. Yeah, if you've seen Step Brothers. Oh, I haven't seen and Superstar. Oh yeah, Superstar. Yeah, yeah. You're right. He does sing in that. I forgot he sings. You in might that have song. only been a small child. Well, I he was also a small sings... child when that one came out. But <laughs> Step Brothers came out as right in high school. He also sings so... an Elf. Yeah. He, he, oh yeah. He yeah, duets in elf. elf with uh, what's your name? So. Yeah. Well, it was really it was Ryan Obsession Reynolds that we were all wondering about, right? I mean, honestly, if he could. Um, not if you've seen Ryan Reynolds also sang in a movie. Um, what's the one where he has voices in his head? Did, um, what, see, what? I do know my Ryan Reynolds. No, that's Mel Gibson. Ryan <laughs> Reynolds. Yes, Mel Gibson voices. way back in the day. <laughs> yeah, the Voices, 2014, Ryan Reynolds thriller. He does have a singing part in that. Anna Kendrick's also in that movie. Mm. Um, so, uh, so we did know he could sing too. Why don't you guys watch any movies? Like, come on. <laughs> you have no idea how many times I hear that when, like, I haven't seen a movie. Like, you have a movie podcast. I'm like, I know, but that doesn't mean that we've watched all of them yet. Yes. There are so you things watch like... them for your podcast, right? Like... <gasps> there, are, there are times, there, there are very specific times when I'll see a movie and I go, ooh, I want to do that for the podcast, so I'll wait to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that that's happened. Like, I'm not gonna watch Black Adam until it's time for the podcast, just yeah. like I did with Shazam. I wasn't gonna watch Shazam until I was forced to watch it, which I was forced to watch it two weeks ago, and I was on another oh, podcast. You didn't like it. That's why. That's why I watch so much uh, TV stuff and and Netflix uh, episode stuff because I know if I watch a movie, I'm gonna ruin it. For the podcast, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to watch it again for the podcast. Because <laughs> more than one occasion, I'll like, "Hey, yeah. this is our next movie," and Andrew's like, "I watched that last night." I'm like, oh well, <laughs> you're gonna watch it again. And to your point, uh, to Sonia, your question, did I? I liked, I liked Shazam fine. I didn't love it. I thought it was fine. But DC hasn't made a great movie ever uh, since The Dark Knight. So uh, the problem is, like, every time I like watch a movie. For a comic book I read, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it. Only because I love it. It just brings me back to like reading comics. Sure. You know, like that. That's, yeah. I think that's the only reason I love them. People like point out all the flaws. I'm like, but it's the comic. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I see, I don't know the comics, especially Shazam. I don't know anything about the comics. So I'm only watching it for the entertainment movie purpose. And, and I was entertained and it was fun. I had a good time with it. I don't, I didn't hate it. I really didn't. If we're gonna rank the DCEU movies, I would put Wonder <laughs> Woman one and it two. Um, I hadn't thought any. The farther. original Wonder Woman, right? The first one, yeah. Well, the yeah. first one with Gal Gadot, yeah. The second one is trash. <laughs> it's so <laughs> it's trash. Hard. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that plane scene alone dra- drags it down. Just when they're cruising in that airplane, going twelve miles an hour through fireworks, like 
It's so dumb. Anyway. Yeah, how, how? Like, yeah, no. The, they were like <laughs> slow motion, like fire. It was no. Yeah, the fireworks are exploding. They're in a jet that's going supposedly like 700 miles an hour, but it's like they're cruising. And they're, they're looking at fireworks like neither one of them have ever seen fireworks before. It's like, yeah. like I know he's like, from whoa. World War One era, but they had fireworks then, you know. Yeah. He was in a war. He's seen shit explode. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's the point. The point is, it's my turn for five-word review. Yes. I wrote... A uh, fun, heartfelt Christmas Carol musical. Just yep. simple. This simple. movie had feels for me for days. I I think I said pre-show. I this movie had, had me at the end. I did weep at the end, uh, like a hungry, angry baby. Um, <laughs> it uh, this movie for to Sam's in a little bit. Obviously, Sam, you're in a different place than I am. But this movie also yep. was like. A breath of fresh air. Now, I programmed December for fun, specifically <laughs> because we need some fun in our lives. And yes, and end so, the year with fun. Yeah, we're yes, gonna end exactly. the year. We're gonna end the year with a lot of fun. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for for the rest of the the month. But this was a really great way for me to kick off December and you know the Christmas season. I've only watched so far one, and I, I didn't really get to watch it. Watch it. Okay, you're going to laugh at this. Okay, hold on. Story time with Uncle Sean. Um, <laughs> we went to my niece's birthday party. Literally, with Uncle Sean. We went to my niece's birthday party and just wasn't feeling 100%. And all the adults were, were drinking and they're laughing and they're being loud and whatever. And I just didn't want to be anywhere near that. So they're like, hey, let's put the movie on for the kids. And so they, they go into Netflix and my son screams, oh, let's watch Klaus. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm in. Because I love Klaus. Klaus also yep. gets me in the feels every time. And so I sat there with the kids and watched Klaus while the adults were in the kitchen. And the funny part <laughs> is that a couple times they would get loud because alcohol. And mm-hmm. I turn up the volume. Then my brother-in-law comes in and turns down the volume. I'm like, hey, I just turned that up. And he goes... Well, we're competing. I'm like, yeah, you're winning. That's the problem. Like, <laughs> we can't hear the movie. And uh, he just kind of gives you this look like, well, then, anyway. So so this is kind of the first Christmas movie I've watched this year. And I, I just adored it. And, Jessica, I'm here for all of the plot holes and all of it. <laughs> this is, honestly. And I totally understand him as well. Yeah, right? yeah. I'm I mean, totally. Totally makes sense. Yeah, and I, I can't argue. I won't argue a single it. one except for just for the fun of arguing with you. But like, this is also going <laughs> to be a movie. Just, Jessica, you fun. can one hundred percent rip this thing apart. I'm still going to give it like an eight and a half at the end of the episode. I, this movie was an absolute comfort food, warm blanket, everything I needed. Yes, like today. It was a great movie. Yeah, great yeah. movie. I just didn't like the yeah. ending. It was, I loved it well, all the way through. I, and, and, it was like such a great performances, and the music was great. Like moving around with it, like the show, the dancing was the amazing. The pacing was very good. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah no, I, I, I know. I also really <laughs> liked that. Uh, somebody posted on Twitter that like, oh, the music was bad. I'm like, okay, not every musical is going to be Lin Manuel Miranda quality. Like, let's, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like that bar is so high that. If it doesn't meet that, you know, it's bad. No, this was good. The lyrics were great. 
Good Afternoon had me laughing. Oh, I was into gosh. it. It was yes. so fun. It was yeah. so fun. I mean, all of the music was really fun. Even the you know the kind of emotional songs were, you know, were beautifully sung. I mean, Octavia Spencer was like, I'm not a singer. I don't know how to do this. Like, I only sing in the shower and badly. So, um, and to your point, though, about the ending, I do wish we didn't have the very end the way that it did. I do wish that Ryan Reynolds, in spoiler, dies, right? He yeah, sacrifices. Yeah. But, like, so then Marley comes out and says, without the consequence, then the sacrifice doesn't mean anything. But then there wasn't a but consequence. But then there wasn't a consequence. Yeah, 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 I'm with yeah. you. Like, I wish it would have stayed yeah. the consequence. And, 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 stayed separated or, yeah, yeah. If he just, yeah. he, he, let him be CEO now of the afterlife. I'm fine with that. I like the idea that he's now become so powerful in the afterlife that even Marley is <laughs> he like. He leveled up, yeah. Yeah, he did because he's like, hey, I'm going to see you at that self-help seminar. And Marley's like, oh, shucks, I'll be there for you, Ryan Reynolds, you know. So, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm. I was there for, but then you're right. When he goes to visit Ryan, the Will Ferrell at the end, it's like, well, okay, well, but I, I don't know. I guess for maybe in our own brain, maybe we can say, well, he can only do that to them because one, she's seen Ghost and Will Ferrell, and two, because Will Ferrell was a ghost, he can see that rule can be broken. But I still think it kind of cheapens the sacrifice. I think they he, talk about going to watch the nieces recital or something. Also, yeah, like he's also still keeping up with his family. So he didn't. Yeah. He he just he didn't die. He got superpowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah basically. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So yeah. All right, Jessica. But, I'm I'm but, really interested. What, what? Oh, sorry, Sam. Go ahead. I was going to say that one of my one of the things I absolutely adored about this film was the idea of the Christmas Carol and how they twisted it in such a way to make a new unique story out of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and this was, I, I always watch movies for something I've never seen before. And I loved their take on this and, and how they made it that there was this big, I mean, basically a production company behind all of these changes and <laughs> yeah. who everybody was. I, I did not see the Scrooge, Oh, turn coming not at all and i me. i thought it was brilliant i thought it was absolutely brilliant i loved it i i did too i loved that i really liked that the movie wasn't just about ryan reynolds it wasn't just yes. you know like yep. it is as much about will ferrell and his redemption yep. as it is ryan reynolds and then frankly i kind of like the fact that ultimately ryan reynolds isn't really redeemed <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he, he has just moved his energy to a different place. Yeah, right. Like he still kind of sucks. I mean, he even said it. He's like, "I've not changed. I just prevented a kid from committing suicide, which is a noble thing." He says, "And I'll have some guilt for three days, and then I'll, you know, I'll uh, rationalize rationalize it." That's not yeah. the word I'm looking for, but you know, and then I'll just go back to being whatever because that's what I'm good at. So now. Did Will Ferrell jump in front of that bus so that Ryan Reynolds would do that? Or was he trying to go back? I don't know. But yeah. um, it also kind of makes it feel like, well, if all you, like, if this is what, like, it also makes me wonder if, like, do people, like, does everyone get to go to this, this afterlife? Or is there a heaven and a hell and these people go here because of certain qualities they had as humans? Well, like, like a job board in the afterlife? 
Right. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I was going to say. Like, if everyone, but, like, if everyone can get a retirement plan and they're all just coming back as their adult selves, th- that's where I have a problem with the retirement <laughs> plan. But it's a musical. People break into song. I mean. Yeah. Well, and the, just to your point, Jessica, when he talked about the retirement plan, he gets to go back and be a human. I honestly thought that was going to be, like, reincarnation. That's right. what I thought. He was, was going to grab it, and then he was there was going to be a baby. Yeah. And then he was just going to... Yeah. That's what I thought. Then he was going to get to live a, a life. No, he's going back as a 50-something-year-old man. It's like, Younger well, than he was when he died. Uh, like, yeah. Unless, like, unless he just... Because he looks like Scrooge when he's Scrooge, and then he dies. Yeah, but those are... Looks, well, he was probably 20 years old back in the day. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, those, 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 those years so, were hard. Yeah. Those were some city yeah. miles on him right there, so... Yeah. yeah, so uh, how does the age like like if he just like gets old and then dies and then he goes back to work and then he earns his retirement plan again, does he just come back older? Right. Until he's eventually so old he's just reincarnating and then dying again? Yeah. Just it, within that minute? Like how does that I got questions. <laughs> his body's too old to stay alive. But yeah, so just <laughs> back to work. <laughs> <laughs> but like the guy at the beginning of the movie who's kind of our our voice, he's like, What's happening? She's like, This is a musical. What is the afterlife? Like they, he seemed surprised at that information, and then the other guy makes a joke about can someone go you know clear my browser history? Like, <laughs> it, it kind of made me wonder. Like, well, there's obviously this production obviously isn't all of the afterlife, so there must be a line of demarcation, right? Like, you die, you go to some kind of bureaucracy, like with Miss Minutes in um the the loki show right and then like oh well you actually have the christmas spirit in you you're gonna get to go and hang out with these people you were terrible you're gonna go to hell which will you know or whatever (laughs) and you oh you did really really good you just get to go and hang out in heaven and and whatever because like this afterlife apparently like you can have relationships and yeah and and apparently you can also bang a ghost (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) like there's no downsides in being like these ghosts, right? Like you can just choose to walk up to somebody, and be like, "Hey, you're cute. Let's do it." Like you don't age. I just you don't have bad back. I I did like that bit when she comes back. And he's like, "What? Are you already done?" And she's like, "Believe me, I'm done." You know, <laughs> like I'm I'm good. She's he's like, it's, "It's been a long time since someone has uh, looked at me like that." And <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. It you have to do me. all the work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, can you take my shift? Yeah, I I like that. (laughs) What a great way to call in to work. Be like, you know what? I just can't. Like, I just. I just got some. I just had some really good sex for the first time in 200 years. Like, I need a break. (laughs) I'm taking the day off. Ask Susie to cover my phone. (laughs) And and, and think about like she's she really only has one day work, right? Like the rest of the day is prep for this one day. And she only works for about 15 minutes. <laughs> too much. Too much. She's like, oh, I'm out, guys. This is good. Yeah. Could you imagine dying and then being like, okay, here's your job? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> and like, would, oh, it's also really interesting to think about like, like, like Sam, like you're you're like a, a graphic artist and, and things like that. So like if you died and went to this place, like would you have to do that job? Like would I have to be the yeah. sound guy for this production? <laughs> for boom operator. Yeah. <laughs> the boom operator. Oh no, I, no. I'm gonna be the sound guy in the chair. I'm gonna be the uh 
Can I be lighting guy? Can I switch low sound? Only sound? Okay, fine. You know. Just, <laughs> yeah. We're podcasters, so we'll run Heaven FM, you know. Yeah. 99.8 <laughs> smooth jazz. There you go. All day, every day, seven days a week. You gotta, you I, gotta I don't think there's jazz in heaven. I don't know. Oh, I don't. It's the other place. Oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> well, then. Corny's going to come on the hell. podcast and hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <sighs> all right, Jessica. Okay, I give you the floor. Okay. Well, it's mostly uh, some of the, okay. So one one of the things was the retirement package. So I I did already talk about that. So I will move on from that. Um, after seeing Octavia Spencer in Ma, and then seeing this movie, um, have you guys seen Ma? No, but I know what it is. Yeah. Uh yes. Yeah. So seeing her in that, being you know um uh. uh uh, a little homicidal, and then seeing her in this, I, I appreciate her range. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, great. So like, range. she's surrounded by actors who don't have range, and then she's <laughs> in there giving it her all. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I said Reynolds' accent does blow. <laughs> that was the best. Though. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica, that's it, would, like... it would totally fit in on our uh, <laughs> on our podcast when we try to do do accents. I mean, oh my god, it was perfect. Jessica, yeah. you've you've now mentioned twice uh, clips I've pulled for the podcast. So I, I'm I, sorry. Do you want to just play the clips and then I can? No, it's fine. Keep going. <laughs> but I, I'm I'm interested. In this. It'll be funny to see if you can get. There'll probably be at least two that you don't. But I'll be interested to see if you get some other ones because we've already mentioned. We've actually mentioned three of them. Well, I said my new catchphrase is now "Welcome to the Bone Zone." Nice, so <laughs> that's a good one. That, yeah, I know that was really good. Um, I did have a little. Uh, I thought it was a little dystopian how the scenes surrounding homeless people—they were just props because we're talking about the kid—and I was just like, "Wow!" Even in the afterlife, they still don't give them resources. <laughs> it's still going to rich people. So I thought that was funny, um, and I. I don't think it was wrong of Reynolds' character to say no to custody of a child. I, I yeah, if you're not yeah, a parent, I, you're not a parent. I didn't yeah, understand so. the shame in that. I felt like you know a child probably shouldn't be with someone that doesn't want to take care of them. Personal mm. opinion. Um, and I think uh, to, no, hang in there. Let's no. let's stay there for just a second. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that. And you're not wrong. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, you know, some people aren't cut out to be parents. Sam and I know some of those people. And mm-hmm. and and they're just parents because they are. And That's what society told them they, they should do at a certain that's, point. Or their that's spouse. That's the issue, life. is a lot of that is in shame. Yeah. Because it's, it's shameful to decide to not want to parent uh, a child you brought into the world and that kind of stuff. And I feel like if you get rid of the shame around that, then children might be able to more find, um, you know, like I, I think the daughter was fine with the other guy. The other guy looked like he took care of her. He loved her. He was, you know, yeah. doing his best versus what Ryan Reynolds might have done, you know? I, I The right. only part of that is that I feel like maybe, because it was also kind of weird that she would ask him anyway because she, she grew up with this guy. Like she knows what he is. I mean, mm-hmm. even the daughter doesn't really like him. He walks in, hands her a present. Her and her instinct is to donate it. She doesn't want yep. it. So yep. it would have been a bad case, a bad situation anyway. The only reason why I can think is she would ask him in the first place is because he has the means to take care of her. 
Mm-hmm. She yeah. Would, she would want for nothing. She'd be a jerk, but she would want yeah. for nothing. She, I, I would use a different word, but I, I don't use that word. But <laughs> she would, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it does make sense, though, that the other brother gets her. And Ryan Reynolds would later say, like, I pay for everything. That's fine if yeah. you want to be the cool uncle that, that pays for everything. But, like... You're not wrong, Jessica, in that in that moment. Now, again, it's it's putting shame. It's his moment. It's his kicker yeah. in the movie. And but again, it still ultimately doesn't change him. It just it makes him feel a little bit of guilt. But maybe, maybe that's why it didn't change him because it wasn't. I personally don't think that was a very shameful moment to like be like, you know what? I can't take care of a a, a kid in the way that needs to be taken care of, the emotional and that kind of stuff. So he just takes on the financial burden. So maybe it just wasn't enough to like change him because it's not a shameful moment. Yeah, it was like the most mature decision he made was not <laughs> exactly that probably yeah. was the best decision he made. And they're like trying to use it as this, oh, you're gonna change your mind. And I'm like, that's not. Like they, he has no better memories where there might be some, you know, something in there. Yeah. So that is my opinion on that. So maybe that's why he didn't change. They chose the wrong memory. They didn't do their research well enough. Well, and they probably, their own uh, like to your point, <laughs> they probably thought that that would make a huge, you know, like this is a moment for you. Like, because he didn't want to go there originally, right? The movie made him go back. I wouldn't want to see, you know, my that moment either again. I mean, it's you're seeing your siblings sick in the hospital. Yeah, Yeah. that's the part I cried. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's more like not wanting to relive that experience than the like, no, I'm sorry, I'm not going to take care of your kid kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, so the only really part about it was like he did kind of leave like a douche. You know, he just kind of like, okay, well, here's my brother. He, He. he, she mm-hmm. has something to say, yeah. you know, like he kind of like backdoors it a little bit and then just like runs away. So mm-hmm. it was a mature decision just done very poorly. Yeah. And and maybe <laughs> if he would have had a better, better tact, you know, but you're right. You're, you're hundred percent right that it was probably the best decision moving forward. All right. What else yeah. you got? Um, okay. I did find a fact about Charles Dickens. If anyone's interested. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so there's a myth that he considered three names for Tiny Tim, such oh. as Little Larry. Gosh dang it. Which was mentioned. <laughs> uh, P and Small Sam, but the only ones that actually appear in early manuscripts of A Christmas Carol were Little Fred and Tiny Mick, named after family members of his. Tiny Mick. So, <laughs> Tiny... He did Tiny Mick, and then he changed it to Tiny Tim. So, And then uh, Little Fred ended up becoming Fred in the story, named after his uncle, I believe. So, facts. <laughs> well, there goes one of my questions for the quiz. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got questions. Okay, no. No, okay. it's fine. Okay. We, we're we'll, yeah, we're going to move uh, on. And then most of the other stuff we, we've already talked about and some stuff uh, I'll use if I have to ask any questions of you guys. I don't want to give it all away. I'm a woman of mystery. Yes, that's very true. <laughs> I, I, I have known that about you recently. <laughs> all right. Well, I will play some clips now because otherwise we're just going to say them at some point anyway. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, this clip is, uh, this one cracked me up. This is when Ryan Reynolds is doing his big production number while talking about which by the way it was so funny this whole Christmas tree grower thing like like to me th- this this sparked two thoughts in my mind one 
the whole fake war on Christmas that came around about five <laughs> years ago, where they're like, it's a war on Christmas. Like, that's not a thing. That's never a nope. thing. No. Stop no. it, you weirdos. Yeah. But also, <laughs> the night that I proposed to my now wife, I was running sound at a convention event for the Regional Christmas Tree Growers Association. It is a real <laughs> thing. And it was at the church that I was working at. And so because the event I was told was only going to last an hour, and these guys went three hours, the the meal that I was going to prepare, I didn't have time to buy. So I'm texting, and this is the early days of texting, right? I'm texting my best friend to go to the store to buy all these ingredients so that I can go to eventually... Um, my parents have a condo up in the mountains of North Carolina, and I was going to prepare this big meal and cook it for her and then propose that night. And so I'm texting him everything that I need, and then within minutes of that, uh, Sarah would text me and say, hey, I'm cooking you breakfast for dinner tonight. I'm like, well, I can't tell her no. So now I'm texting Chris back, don't go to the store, don't worry about it. So anyway, it was a fun kind of memory there with the the Christmas tree growers <laughs> thing. So here we go. This is that. That was a bigger, big up, bigger setup than the actual line here, but he's like the perfect combination of Mussolini and Seacrest. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> oh my God! I was on. I my husband was on Seacrest. Nice. Yeah. So I went to the Did you get studio. Off? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Later. <laughs> yeah. Not on camera. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> okay, the good husband can't listen to this episode. <laughs> I can't believe you said that. That's such an Andrew thing to say. Oh my God. Well, someone has to replace him for now, you know? Yeah, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nice guy. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. Oh my gosh. Ah, anyways, Moose <laughs> and Seacrest. Transition segue. Oh, okay, then I'm just going to do this then. Here we go. See, it's a documented fact that one person's kindness can have a ripple effect. Spreading goodwill like a pandemic. No, I scratch that. Sorry. You know, like, you know, when people at a football stadium stand up and do the wave? Like that. More like that. Not a pandemic. Let's not talk about the pandemic. I we do don't like... say the P word. We I call it everything but. I, I call it the panini or the Pandora, but we don't call it the other one. Nice. The Pandora. <laughs> oh, man, what an awful Pandora we're having right now. It's, That's what I'm saying, you know? Is it the commercials? Is that what's getting you down? No? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when so we listen to music in our house at dinner time. We don't have the TV on. Um, we listen to music, and so I'll I'll turn the TV on and I'll and it's for, it's for some reason again we've been doing this for years with the kids. So the TV comes on and they get excited, and then I, you know, remote <laughs> over to Pandora, and they're like, "No, not Pandora!" And it's like, <laughs> you guys know we're not watching TV, right? We we listen to music. But why does it have to be Pandora? It's we like, don't get. We used to get Pandora in Canada. Why does it we have to be death metal at, at dinner? Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> and that's night. the thing is because usually it's like film scores or like classical music, and so like if it's film scores, we'll we'll play Guess the Movie, 
Um, sometimes we'll do musicals. Right now, it's uh, set to Pentatonics Christmas, so we're getting a lot of acapella Christmas and stuff, and 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 it just it drives my son crazy. I don't know why. He's like, ugh, more pentatonics. Like, but you you like that's the music? Because, yeah, that's they all do that. That's why yeah, they're he's, too cool for what mom and dad like. Well, he's ten, so he's like at that cusp, right? Before he becomes a jerk, yeah. and I don't want to be around him until he's eighteen. You know, like he's he's getting <laughs> close to that. But right now, he still wants to hang out with us a little bit. So we'll take it. All right. Uh, This is Ryan Reynolds kind of uh, basically playing Jessica in this movie. (laughs) This is where he's like asking the questions that I'm sure Jessica wrote down. So here we go. I'm so sorry. I'm I'm stuck on the the first thing there. You said past, present, future. Like a Christmas carol? The Dickens story? The Bill Murray movie with uh, Bobcat Goldwith? Yes, yes, like the Dickens book and the Bill Murray movie and every other adaptation nobody asked for. Now, please, if you're interested, <laughs> to get this out. Sit. Here. Okay. okay, for the record, the Muppets one's really good. Oh, that is... So sorry. Hang on, there's still a clip going. You oh, hush, hush your mouth. All right, hold on. Got nine more. So this, though they, st- they, they start the music, I cut the music out, and so here we go. Uh, so out of all the people on the planet, murderers racists, people who do gender reveal parties. I'm the guy you're going to haunt. Yeah, so, okay, now you can talk, Jessica. Um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it is funny. It's, you know, I understand the whole ripple effect because he has a, a lot of uh, power and influence over a lot of people. I get it. I, I, but he, he does have a, a, an interesting point. Uh, so he would be good at our job kind of making fun of the movie itself. Um, and I also... so. <laughs> So I got in trouble with my sister-in-law at this same birthday party. I made a joke about things. Somebody said something like, "Oh, such." I don't remember what it was, but like, "Oh my gosh, if we can get rid, make a magic wand and make such and such go away, I would make that go away." And someone was like, "Oh, I would make such and such go away." And I said, "I would make gender reveal parties go away." And they looked at me and they're like, "Really?" And I go, "They're ridiculous." And they go, "Didn't you have a gender reveal party?" I said, "No." And my wife kind of looks at me and I said, it wasn't a party. We bought, uh, for my son, we bought my parents and my in-laws blue flowers and just handed them to him at dinner. And they're like, oh. Yeah, that's a gender reveal. Right, but it wasn't a party. We went to a restaurant and I handed them a blue flower. And then for our daughter... Um, it was the, we, it was the same thing. We, we went to a restaurant, just the, my, the parents, my parents, her parents... And we handed them Hershey bars where we had the pink colored in where it said she, right? Her, she. As, as, and then they opened up the package. Oh, she, it's a girl. Like, that was it. We didn't set the countryside on fire, right? It's my point. <laughs> so, all right. Um, uh, I did think the Chain Ghost had, like, the best song, personally, just for my oh, ears. Oh, that voice. That voice was yeah, I know. a beautiful voice. I thought the yes. interrupting during that song was actually really annoying. Um, what it's supposed to be well i was really enjoying that song i was like there was other songs you could have interrupted this song was good he did have a cool song yeah yeah his his (laughs) voice because i I looked him up i'm like what is he from and it's almost nothing that i've heard of but he's from so much (laughs) stuff though he's in a lot of things just things i've never seen but of course i have a movie podcast i should you don't watch movies (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) patrick page is his name and he, mm-hmm. he's just got that. He's just he just looks like a guy that's just seen a lot of things, you know. Like, <laughs> just saying. It. I mean, he's just you know, 
he did something called Quantum Cowboys. And uh, little did I know, Estella Scrooge, A Christmas Carol with a Twist. So this is two Christmas Carol movies he's done. <laughs> Perfect. Within two years. He was Mr. Oh Myrtle. Uh, he was in NCIS New Orleans in an episode of Madam Secretary. I mean, he's done a bunch of stuff, but like, again, nothing I've heard of. So but he does mostly theater work. Yeah. So, but he was great. I really liked him. He was he was really good in that role. So, uh, time for this line that we've already mentioned. Now, fellow, here you are in a shitty British bar with a frothy little frown upon your lips. Another pint for me, friend. Extra warm. Your accent blows. Well, I beg to differ. <laughs> You need to you need to isolate that, John, with the, your accent blows. I, I do. Really I do. Don't, I haven't done that yet, but I do need Pine to. for me, friend. Extra warm. Your accent blows. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Because <laughs> it almost feels like, like, I mean, I know it was scripted because the, 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 the lyric references the, the, that moment. I, I, I beg to differ. Yeah. So obviously it was scripted. But it like the delivery made it sound like it was ad libbed. Like he's just like, oh god, oh, you god. sound like <laughs> Sam trying to do Australian, you know, just... <laughs> or Sean I trying just... to do any accent. I just want to say I wouldn't drink any from any cup given to me in the 1800s. Like, <laughs> just, oh, it doesn't matter what's in it. Uh, just the cup itself, I just would not drink from. I love that Ryan Reynolds just immediately spits it out. And he's like, oh my god, this tastes like warm piss. And he's like, oh yes, this is great. Extra warm. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah. And and I did like the joke. He's like, you know, I was reformed. Like, well, how long did you, like, how long were you good for afterwards? He's like, three years? Weeks. Three, three <laughs> weeks? Well, what did you die of? The 1800s, you know, like <laughs> January. Well, January. That's what he said. January. <laughs> uh. Okay, we mentioned her. Wait, wait, was that Judy Dench? Oh my God, she's a national treasure. I love her in everything. <laughs> I loved her in um, that uh, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> It's just I, I the the scene is great and Judy Dench is great and she was only on screen for three seconds therefore she'll be uh, nominated for an Oscar, but like, <laughs> but again to your to a plot hole Jessica mentioned earlier or somebody mentioned was like yeah, like Will Ferrell knows who Judy Dench is but he doesn't understand that people take showers more than once a month, like. <laughs> Like his job is research. You think he didn't see like Ryan Reynolds shower every day? Yeah, like every day. <laughs> Which, by the way, Sam, how jealous were you of that shower? Oh, wasn't it nice? Oh, see, like women. Oh, this is gonna sound super sexist and generalized, and you can rip me for it later. But like every woman I've ever known is obsessed with a big closet, right? Like, like we have a big full walk-in closet. I have about four inches of it, and my wife has the other <laughs> nine feet of it. But men love showers. You know, mm -hmm. like if, if I could take out the garden tub that's in there, because I'm six feet tall, I don't fit in that thing. 
right? I have the opposite problem. And my bathtub, I'm so short that if I try and lay down in it, I slip and almost drown. Like you drown? <laughs> like I can either soak my back or my knees. I can't do both. So like when I so like when I had COVID, I was in pain. Everything hurt. So like I curled up as small as I could to get as much of me in the the Epsom salt bath as I could. But like anyway, my point is is that I would take that out and make a you know, a, a seven foot shower, like 17 yep. nozzles and water coming from all directions. Right. Like... Oh. Now I will say this though, too. Did that shower have a view of New York? Like that was a little weird, right? Like, That's like I would love thing. to, where you like your bathroom, like your showers, like right there. And it's like all window and you like, your view is like, wherever you're around, if you're like forest city desert, like that's yeah. the newest thing. That's like the new, architect thing is like modern or whatever is biggest feels window so free like you see like everyone and you're naked and you're like you can't see me but you i can, can see you press your balls <laughs> against the window right there just <laughs> <laughs> make pictures oh my god see me you can yeah send <laughs> for the listeners <laughs> for the listeners at home sonia and jessica put their hands up like to the camera <laughs> like they were actually rubbing like wax They're on, bald. wax off <laughs> yeah, yeah. with somebody's <laughs> balls cleaning the window. Writing uh, steamy messages to uh, the people that can't see them. That's, uh, well, how, I don't understand this. Is it like a one way glass, I guess? Because you can't see in? Well, as long as you don't have a light on inside, <laughs> they can't see. Okay. Well, so, and, a, and a lot like of the Sean, time. It's... You've got a light on right now, and I can see perfectly into your house. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, well, yeah. But I also have all those Christmas lights outside, so it's pretty lit up. I think it's also, like, reflective on the outside. So it's, like, and, like, they're usually really high up. Like, you're not, like, a first floor apartment. Yeah, but, I mean, it's New York. So, like, you know, on the other side of the street is a building equally as tall. And I'm sure there's somebody looking at Ryan Reynolds taking a shower every day. I mean. Why not? Good for them. Yeah. Like, that sounds fun. Like, lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they do in New York, you know? I think. <laughs> I know what I'm just saying. I, I, like, yeah. those pictures would be friends. all over the internet, is my point. Oh, yeah. Friends. Naked guy. Yeah. They would See, there you go. Across the way. It's a rite of passage. You got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm doing that. Anyway. They're just so desensitized to it. You know, they don't even <laughs> notice anymore. Yeah. Well, that does sound like New York. Well, it'd be like sad. <laughs> Nobody's reading your messages. <laughs> well, I don't know. There's secret messages. <laughs> uh, my last clip. Are you okay? Is he, he's fine. fine, so. Yeah. yeah. He, looks, he looks stupid. Okay, you look you know, stupid. You no, 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 no. Hey, he's hey, not even Dave, wearing costume. Back okay, will you please just get it together? So that's when he, re- he sees the guy in the Buddy <laughs> the Elf costume and tells him he looks stupid. So. <laughs> Well, well I, in Buddy the Elf character. Yeah, when he when he yeah. saw that, my next thought was, "Oh, is somebody at the party going to be in a Deadpool costume?" Like a Christmas Deadpool? It wouldn't have made sense. Why not? Though. Isn't there like a Christmas Deadpool? Like, there's literally like a picture of him with like mistletoe and. Well, and that's whatever. in this one of the sex scenes. Is, that's uh, true, I guess. Christmas sex scene. Nice. So there you go. Deadpool's a Christmas movie. There you, you go. That's your list. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, they could have put Deadpool like in the back as like a Easter egg, like where he's you know kind of like a Funko Pop or something. Yeah, like they who, should. Who have done says that. they didn't? Well, it's true. Well, I looked. I didn't see any like, trivia about it, so. Yeah. 
I, I, I didn't see. I saw a few characters, but that's it. All right, time for this. Uh, we don't have a game, um, but we're at an hour and 40. I think that's fine. I think Ooh, we're yeah. just going <laughs> to yep. yeah, I'm gonna play this good. clip here. And now for some more bad news. Ready? I was going to read some trivia, but somebody already read most of it. But I will read the one piece of trivia that Jessica didn't <laughs> already say <laughs> is that the ho- the name of the hotel in the movie is the Copperfield, which is a name for David Copperfield, another story written by Charles Dickens. So, oh, uh, nice. and the magi- magician from uh, Vegas. Yeah, him too, and <laughs> with the yeah. the tigers and things. Um, um, there were other uh, characters, not not all Ryan Reynolds, not Ryan Reynolds related, but Christmas related at the Christmas party. Did any of you see any of them? No. What you got? I got Grinch. Really? We had Buddy the Elf. There was a Scrooge at the Christmas party. There was yep, Heat Miser. <laughs> Heat nice. Miser. A year without a Santa Claus. He's stop motion, red yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, No, we, we are yep. aware. We know. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and Cousin Eddie. <laughs> Cousin Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> the so shitter's they were full. at the Christmas party. Nice. <laughs> was he there like dumping out his uh, his, uh, his his tank? <laughs> he, well, he had the robe on, I think. So I do remember um, seeing that. I, I also yeah. uh, there was a memora- a memora- memorial at the end of this movie that I did look into. If you saw the uh, Michael G- Gagnon, I don't know how to pronounce this, the last name. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, it says you know R.I.P. Michael Gagnon. He was the truck driver who worked in the transportation department for several movies. Um, and he actually passed away doing during filming of this in September. So that's one reason they memorialized it to him at the end of the movie. Okay. So that's that's my trivia. All right. <laughs> there, there are. Uh, I, I do like reading sometimes the crazy credits, the uh, the reprise, the reprise. Is it reprise? 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 Okay. Reprise is what I say. I know. I'm just. <laughs> I'm. I'm doing the bit from the movie when the oh, music right, starts right, right, and they're trying to figure. Because <laughs> right, the right, movie, right, right. the movie does break the fourth wall a couple times. Mm-hmm, you know, yeah. like oh, is this a musical? Uh, also, when they're singing at the end of Good Afternoon, they're singing into the camera. And mm-hmm. and of course the whole reprise thing, like oh, and obviously when um, Marley is like, no, no songs, you can do the thing if you don't sing. He's like, okay, fine, you know, like the fact that they're aware that singing mm-hmm. is happening, it, it just reminded me of that bit from, um, shoot, Sam, uh, Monty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail, when like the son yeah. wants to start singing and it's like, no, 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 no singing, no singing, nope, nope. <laughs> This is a silly place. Yeah. 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 So um, the reprise that the Christmas morning feeling is sung over the first half of the credits featuring the entire cast in different locations from throughout the film. Uh, okay. Let's see. A full black and white version of Presence Ripple song is shown over the second half of the credits featuring a huge dance number and ending with a shot of the entire crew. Yeah. Uh, and a bonus scene after the credits where the Canadian hotel manager... PJ Byrne <laughs> is still ready to murder the janitor for walking through his grand lobby. However, a reindeer statue starts to float and ring like a bell, implying that he's the next target. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. That's all I'm going to say about that. Time for this. <laughs> Excuse me while I whip this out. 
Okay, this is where we do our top three, and we chose top three Christmas musicals. How nice. <laughs> now, uh, normally, uh, let's see, Andrew's not here. Uh, Sam, you go first this time. Sure. Um, I've got my uh, number three is Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, which is a obscure as hell Jim Henson movie from the 80s. Um, my number two is Nightmare Before Christmas, and my number one has to be The Muppet Christmas Carol. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Which we watched as a family for the first time about three nights ago. So oh my gosh! For a, as the first time. First time. Yep. Uh-huh. Did your girls love it? No, not really. They <laughs> they they really they, they wouldn't get off their iPads. So. Oh, you can't have devices when it's family movie night. Turn the internet yeah. off. Yeah. Well, then uh, then it won't work on the TV. You need to get one of those smart routers where you can turn off individual devices. I have. Yeah. One. Oh, we do. We do. But. My kids don't yeah. watch movies. It's like a new generation thing. I think kids it's right. Days. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, my son is really into anime, so that's all he watches right now. <laughs> so anime movies are fine. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Jessica. Okay, my third one, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep. Obvious, uh, obvious. Uh, my number two is um, All of the Other Reindeer. Uh, 1999 Drew Barrymore voices Olive. Uh, Olive is a (laughs) Olive is a dog, Um, (laughs) uh, and uh, she gets into a fight with her owner. And um, Santa Claus is real. Santa Claus. uh, Okay, quick plot. Santa Claus is Blitzen gets sick or injured or something, and um, they're listening to the radio. And Santa's like, I don't think I'll be able to fly this year. Uh, But I'll try with all of the other reindeer and all of the dogs pet flea um mishears it and goes olive that's you he needs all of the other reindeer and she's like oh as a dog maybe this is why i don't like to chase cars and then they go all the way to the north pole and um uh, the postman is the bad guy trying to stop christmas because <laughs> he hates delivering christmas packages it's a great 40 <laughs> minutes um but it's a musical i promise <laughs> um and uh and my number one is rent it um, happens around Christmas time. La Vie Bohème is sung on Christmas Eve. I don't care. It's a Christmas musical. <laughs> I, I won't dispute that at all. Sonia. Um, so I had a hard time because um, I just like at the top of my head, I couldn't think of <laughs> Christmas yeah. musicals. So I wanted to like throw in there the Bob's Burgers episode, Work Hard or Die Trying Girl. Uh, they do a Die Hard musical, which Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Nice. Um, <laughs> but my mm-hmm. actual ones are uh, Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas, The Muppets Christmas Carol, and the 1964 Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Nice. All right. Nice. Did you see that tweet that's been kind of floating around where it's like it shows, you know, Santa from Rudolph, and he's like, would you guide my sleigh tonight? And he's like, actually, no. Because you bullied me for all those years, and now yeah. you find value because I'm useful to you. No, right? And uh, yeah, some people have like taken fair. Like I mean, I felt bad for the dentist, like the elf dentist. Like yeah. do they yeah. do those elves not need a dentist? Like who after you eat all that candy? Yeah, I he's just dentist. looking after their health, and they're like, "No, you are an elf. You can't be a dentist." And he's like, "Yeah, I get it." Yeah. <laughs> 
North Pole is toxic energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. And Santa is the worst. I also, I did see a funny one where it was like, it was the squirt gun that shoots jam. And it's like, <laughs> this toy doesn't belong on the Island of Misfits toys. Just stop putting jam inside of it. <laughs> like, this is a child that problem. amazing, though. Yeah. Jam, like when you just squirt jam. Yeah. It's like, I feel like that should be a real toy. It, it makes, yeah, it makes uh, sandwiches, uh, peanut, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches just a breeze. Or you just like squirt in your mouth. It's like, hey, you want some jam? Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> Going to that aisle of toys. That's uh. too funny. I like it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry. I can't get over the noise, though. Boop, boop, boop part. That's just, it's now stuck it's in my a- head. It's not a gun, so you can't go pew pew pew. Yeah, it's, well, it's jam. It's jam. <laughs> oh my gosh, what am I doing? Oh, it's my turn, right? Um, yeah. So I, I, I <laughs> so I did honorable mention of Die Hard just because I wanted to. <laughs> uh, but there's, I, you got to put the musical in there. I know there's no music. There is music in the movie, obviously, but uh, and the, they do sing at the beginning when they're in the car. He's like, Can you put on some Christmas music. He's like, this is Christmas music, man. And then they. <laughs> So my number three is, and this one's just for Sam because I love his Uh-oh. reaction when I say this. The Polar Express. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, the lifeless dead people running around out there. You talk about dead spirits doing Christmas. That's so creepy. We yeah. watch it. We watch it every year. We've watched it every every year. Oh, my son was born. Do your kids have nightmares? No, they love it. They love it. They sing along. <laughs> We've we've done the Polar Express in North Carolina a couple times. Uh, there's several of them here, actually. Uh, but no, the the movie doesn't bother them because it's they're used to it. Um, <laughs> it has issues. You're not wrong. Exposure. Sam. <laughs> it, it it does have issues. Or you know, that, I that mean, movie... if you if you expose somebody to terrible things long enough, it's it's like the yeah. the Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, you, you've given your therapy. kids Stockholm yeah. syndrome to when... uh, Polar Express. When my son was born, we had Disney posters hanging in his room, and one of them was from The Nightmare Before Christmas. No, it's just the one where it's Jack and Sally embracing with the moon behind them. And yeah. someone said, don't you think that'll scare him? And I said, why? And he said, because it's a skeleton. I said, those are not scary unless you make it scary. Like, yep. if you yep. if you kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like, Now, he's obviously not watched. There are certain scary movies that he's not going to watch, but, you know, it's there's, I think it's okay. Anyway, I don't know what I'm saying. Number two, The Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a good transition. Yep. And my number one, of course, has to be The Muppets Christmas Carol. And that yes. one we watch every year on Christmas Eve. Oh, wow. Uh, because there is, time. there's one more sleep till Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one that watches Christmas movies in my house. And like that's one of my have to make sure I watch every year. Yeah, no, we we're pretty religious with our Christmas movies. Like I said, we'll we'll watch Klaus at some point again in this house. Uh, anyway, uh, this is where we do this now. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Oh, I guess I was just saying that there's a bunch of Christmas movies that we watch because we do that in the house. We watch there's um, a bunch that we watch. So anyway, the one that we've watched, my wife and I, we watch every year when we wrap presents is Four Christmases. We like that movie too. It's pretty. Fun. Oh, that's yeah, a really I like cute that one. Movie. I, I just watched that one the other day. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's a good time. Uh, 
I guess uh, Jessica goes first. This is our out of 10 segment where we give this movie a score <laughs> from zero to 10. I gave it a seven. Oh. At a 10. See, that's a lot higher than I thought you were going to go. <laughs> no, see, I have my problems with it, but it's not going to take away the great cinematography, the decent songs. I don't think the songs were like really catchy or whatever, but some lines were good. You know, the pacing was also really good. Costumes were good. Story was a little different. You know, like it, it, it had a lot of good going for it. So, yeah, seven. I like it. That's a good score. Sonia. I'm going to give it a nine and only because. Wow. The ending. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love the whole thing, even with Ryan Reynolds. And, but like, if she's just like the whole movie itself was like actually very well done. Um, I just, if they just ended it where Ryan Reynolds died, that would have been fine. But then they had that extra ending, and I was like, ugh, no, you just ruined it for they, me. They Lord of the Rings it, Sam. They had too many endings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and I would agree with this one, where I think they could have just ended with him uh, running the show, mm-hmm. and, and that, that's it. So, yeah. That would have been, yeah, I think that would have been a little bit better than being Uncle Ryan or whatever. Sam, what uh, Uncle you got? Dead Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Clint, I mean, like, wasn't his name Clint? I don't remember. But you have to think about it too. Like like those kids now have an uncle that is a ghost and like it just that I, I just how do they keep that secret, you know? <laughs> kids are bad at keeping secrets. Well, just, who will believe yeah. them? Oh, that's like that's you'll be like every day at school, like every parent teacher meeting like your kids need therapy. Right. Like, it's just so you know. A musical. <laughs> <laughs> it's a musical for god's sake <laughs> they tap dance on, on on demand so i mean i live my life as a musical i'll be out doing the dishes and i'll be singing about it like it's musicals are real life too yeah but the chickens yeah. don't join in i think is the point. you they don't do. know they, that that's right. one of them is named after my husband very musical chicken even has it has a tiktok him uh djing a little bit you have a t- <laughs> <laughs> okay, now it colored me intrigued. Sam, yeah. what's your score no. for this movie? Um, I'm going to give it an 8.95 out of 10. I thought it was wonderful. Very, very, very few flaws. And uh, this is something that we're going to be watching in this house um, quite a bit, I think. Yeah, we debated on whether or not watching this with the kids. Yeah, um, there's some language. There's a little yeah. bit of language. So I went to IMDb. Good afternoon, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's the funny thing. So we, you can go to IMDb, and if you scroll down to the bottom, it'll tell you that it's uh, it's PG-13 and why it's PG-13. And yeah. the, hold on, sorry, I clicked the wrong thing. It's the parental guide. There, I clicked the right thing. So it'll say things like, um, uh, you know, what happened. So like sex and nudity, mild. It is a heavily implied through dialogue that a character had a one-night stand with the ghost of Christmas past. All right. In his childhood bedroom, by the way. Yeah, Love in his it. childhood bedroom. That's fine. Profanity, mild. Uh, it out In outtakes during the credits, an actor raises their middle finger. Okay, fine. <laughs> this was the one part where we... Uh, there, there was two... The, the one really one was a girl stands up to her drunken mother... The mother lunges at her, clearly threatening violence, but the girl runs away. And so Sarah and I were like, 
Like there's a drunken mother that's going to hurt a child. That happened. That's the flashback. That's in the That's the child That's his flashback. mom. Yeah. And when his Where older sister goes sis- to find the dog. Yeah. That's like a learning experience, you know, just like It was, but out there, yeah. So I, but having not having no context to it now, I read that and go, yeah, okay, we won't let it. So, but maybe next year we'd let my son watch it. He'd be 11 next year, so we could probably let him watch it then. Mm-hmm. My my wife has a strict, painfully strict PG-13 rule in the house. Oh, nothing wrong with that. Oh, we have no. some pretty strict rules, too. This is the year Lucy gets to watch Jurassic Park. Nice. Oh. She's now 12. So I'm we're, terrified we're... of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, that... I love it, but I always have dinosaur nightmares. Nice. Oh, those are the best. <laughs> Uh, I haven't given this a score. My score is uh, I'm going to give it eight and a half. I really had a good time with this. This was a lot of fun, and I find very few flaws with it. And even the ones that Jessica pointed out, which are very valid, <laughs> I don't hate they, this I, no, movie. I, I'm not saying you hate it. You you pointed the flaws out, rightfully so. They are they are valid, and 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 you are hundred percent correct. And Sam and I ultimately can't really defend them <laughs> no. other than to say is we don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it is Sonia, obviously. You know, it's it's fine. Yep. It, it would be, uh, I do think this has the potential to be a, a, a rewatch a Christmas movie in our house. And if you, again, you've made it now almost two hours of this episode, you have, got, I hope you've watched it before you listen to any of this. I really do. <laughs> um, not you all could the, have watched the movie while listening. Yeah, it's about the combination. Yeah, yeah, I don't recommend that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely watch the movie. And, and I know we said that a long time ago. Yep. All right, that's it. That's our podcast, ladies. Thank <gasps> you so much for joining us again. Please tell uh, our listeners where they can find your show, and once again, just you know, point them to the fundraiser you're doing later this month. Okay, so yeah, you can find uh, Opinionated Lushes on all streaming platforms and all social medias. Just search Opinionated Lushes. We pop up new episodes every Friday, uh, new unedited episodes Friday or Saturdays on our YouTube. And we have a fundraiser uh, live stream from 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. on December 17th where we're going to have guests, music, fun, shenanigans, all, all of it to raise money for two chosen charities. Um, so come donate, hang out, and uh, Merry Christmas. Perfect. Or not. Yeah. Whatever you celebrate, celebrate. <laughs> we're open to it all. Thank you. Uh, and I, their most recent episode that I listened to was their uh, their recap of their Vegas trip, and it was a really fun <laughs> time. I learned all kinds of really interesting things about them. I learned that you know, people uh, assumed that Sonia and Jessica were lesbian uh, couple, and that I think we'd make a great couple, though. And also yeah, that apparently Jessica yeah. is the man of the relationship because they would always hand her the bill, which is really obviously, funny. obviously. And uh, <laughs> I also love the story how you spilled pho all over your uh, your lap on the airplane, which drove me to go get pho at a restaurant uh, when I was listening <laughs> to that episode. So I might have I to do that pho. tomorrow. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, pho pants. You oh made the whole plane laugh because of your soup pants. Soup pants. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it was a, it was like a whole skit. <laughs> we do podcasts in real life, you know. Yeah, it was great. So go listen to their show. It's a good, a good time, and join us uh, on the seventeenth for their fundraiser. 
Next week, we are going to do something even more specialer. That's right. Not only are we going to do a comedy, we're doing a parody. This is the first time we've done a parody. We are doing Wrongfully Accused. It's a Leslie Nielsen movie. It's my favorite Leslie Nielsen movie. I was so excited when I learned that it was streaming. And I just cannot wait. And I think we decided we're going to do it live. We're going we're gonna to live commentate as we watch the movie. Is that the right word, commentate? I don't think that's the right word. Sounds right. It sounds, yeah, it sounds, it sounds, I know what you mean. So. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds weird in my mouth right now. Um, anyway, so I'm so excited for this movie. Again, I just uh, I can't describe in words effectively how excited I am for this movie because it's just <laughs> it's one of those movies in high school I probably watched 30 times. I had it on tape. And it just, everything about it just makes me laugh. So looking forward to that next week, wrongfully accused with special guest, returning special guest, Lady Wan, should be returning to to help us out with that one. So in the meantime, go to our website, cheapsereviews.libsyn.com. There you can find links to all of our other social medias and things. And uh, go buy merch from us. We have a new design for the T-shirt out there and everything on the store. If you're listening to this podcast, well, ever, just go buy stuff. But right now, <laughs> when you hear this, because a lot of people listen to it within the first like week of the show being released, the, the, the store is, has, has a sale going on for Christmas. So go buy go buy a shirt or a hoodie or a sticker or a mug or something. Go buy, buy it for someone that you love or someone that you hate, and that's fine too. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I had one other thing I was gonna. I wanted to make sure that I said before I, I close this thing out. Oh, I, I just remembered. I want to say this to you two ladies also. I didn't mention this two hours ago when we started this thing. <laughs> you were actually filling in, and I wanted to make sure that that's that's well known. You came in at our hour of need. We had another guest lined up. She couldn't make it, and I said, "Hey, I, I put the call out into the ether. I need some help." And you, uh, you know, you ladies said. We got you back. Let's do this. And so I really wanted to say thank you so much for, for. I mean, it wasn't super late notice, but it was you know only like a week late. ago that I that I asked you. So I yeah. really really appreciate you guys coming in and and feel, and for what it's worth, I'm gonna again to 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 lift your egos a little bit more. I, I said to Sam, Validation. I said I said Woo! to Sam, uh, we need we need a guest for this week. Who do you want? And of the of the three shows that he listed, he listed you on top. So I just want yep, to. Yeah, that's true. He yep. absolutely uh, did. So way too much Thank fun. You. you guys are so good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you and for that inviting was, us. And that was coming from him who wasn't on the episode that yeah. you were on. Like, yeah, that was that's just amazing. The, I was a little jealous, actually. Yeah. So no like, wonder you thought you knew us. Like you had <laughs> listened to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I just exactly. I just wanted to make sure that that was uh, recorded for all eternity. That that uh, we really appreciate you guys coming back yes. on and, and helping us out. So Thanks. we 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 you love you are... and you are uh, both very awesome. Yeah, ask hey, us anytime. Great show to be on. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and you say anytime. How funny! We're you're already scheduled for February. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know. I wasn't sure if we were supposed to yeah. say that. Or no, I don't like care. A and it's and a my wife is already getting on to me for for next Saturday at 11 p.m. <laughs> When apparently I'm, I'm out and about with some lushes. Yeah. So, uh, who are very opinionated. Well, remember, she can watch what we're doing uh, on Twitch, YouTube, or our Facebook. So, yeah. you know. Perfect. 
Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you, ladies, again so much. I keep saying guys. It's just the word. Uh, but thank you. I, I know it's just the English language. It's dumb. <laughs> thank you, ladies, so much for coming on the show. So on behalf of Andrew, who we miss, uh, Sam, Jessica, and Sonia, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next week for Wrongfully Accused. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.